Selling your knowledge online and seeing the value in what you're selling is sometimes hard. Welcome to Radio Awesome episode 6 and today we're going to talk about how to have enough guts to actually go for your dream and start selling your knowledge online. This is Radio Awesome. Fun, inspiring, no-nonsense tips to sell, market and build a business with only a laptop. Enjoying life along the way. Peter, Eric and Maria share the lessons they learned while creating a successful online business, helping people all over the world. Now, enjoying the freedom lifestyle from a beach in Vietnam. I had so many friends for, for like in 2014, 2015, or business partner or people wanted my brother saying that you just start to sell your knowledge. Um, and I asked, what should I sell? And they said, sell sales training. You're so good in sales. And for me, it was like selling sales training. Like oh, what I can deliver in sales is sometimes everyone else knows. Hmm. So that's not value. How can I sell that? I'm not like, I'm not an expert in sales. I just do sales. Hmm. So I feel like it's, it's and I, and this is what I hear from online entrepreneurs or info entrepreneurs or coach and consultant that are that they have expertise in something uh, to really see that it's valuable for others because what we are good at by ourselves it's so hard to understand that it's valuable for others mm. and i remember because we had this guy because we worked with international speakers and we arranged physical events and there was this guy that said like hey you should sell your own like you should sell yourself and not international speakers. And I was like, really? Like, but I don't have anything that is valuable. And I remember that. So the first time, like the first course we created was together. But the first time I created my own course, I was so afraid of like not being good enough and not having the value that I could deliver actually value to our clients. And this is something that we hear all the time. And that's why we want to talk about that in this episode. So why did you feel that it wasn't good enough? Honestly, it's, it's like you say that sometimes we have knowledge and it's hard for us to see it from outside because we know it. We have been. So my first course was about copywriting and I was always good at writing. Like I liked writing the assignments in school and I always got good grades in Norwegian and quite good grades in English. And it was kind of easy for me. And then I learned something more and I thought, yeah, I'll just make a course about it. But for me at that stage, I wasn't really sure about that knowledge. We just had a very strong drive to create something online so we could move. Uh, but I, I was, I don't think I understood how that knowledge was valuable for people and that other people could see it from outside and learn something because it was so like easy for me. So how was it when you got your first sales I was going to deliver it? How was your feeling? What did you think? I actually, the, the sales wasn't the worst thing. The worst thing was the day that the course opened because we started to sell the course. I started to sell the course before. We launched it before it was ready because that's something we always recommend because it's harder to sell than to produce the course. But I remember that first weekend when people had gotten access, like I just buried myself and didn't, I didn't dare to, to look at my emails because I was so scared that people would like just send me angry emails and didn't learn anything. Yeah. What about you when you started? Um, I remember I started to do this uh, sales boot camp. So we're three days mm. i think that was one of the first thing i or i i started to do webinars and uh, i started to deliver content in webinars and people was like going like wow this is so good and I'm like huh i still had this belief like huh good what is it it's just natural it's how sales it should be done it's mm. not any special it's like all other coaches and sales trainers talk about the same thing so mm. there is nothing special and i'm like wow this is life changing. I was like, what? Life changing? It's all over. You can go on YouTube. You can go and look at it. So for me, I think it took some time before I understand that it was really valuable. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and I didn't see the value of it before people start to get results. Mm. Like when they start to do the things and what they didn't and they get like the aha moment and like and and insights and breakthroughs and uh, and I remember someone started to cry on the boot camp, you know, on a sales boot camp, and like, wow, I didn't look at it like this. Um, so, so I think like 
one of the challenges that we have when we are selling expertise is mm. you never get the confirmation before you're out there and selling it. Mm. So it's this, this doorstep to sell the first course and deliver the first course was maybe the hardest one because especially now under this uh, period of time when um, the world had gone crazy, there is mm. so many who have lost their physical business and they have a lot of knowledge. And of course, I'm going out and and trying to motivate everyone that I know that uh, <laughs> uh, have a knowledge, like make online course, make online course, because I know it's working. Mm. But sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, we want to buy this. It's like I, I do think that many people have like a wrong impression of what expert means, like because they think if I am to sell an online course, I need to be like the big guru, like I need to know something that nobody else knows about or or something that's like totally revolutionary and I need to have my own theory and a doctor's degree. And there's so many misconceptions about it. But really what you are doing when you're teaching online is just showing someone like the solution to a problem. And it can be like your first course can be a beginner course. It can be something like I want to grow my own plants. I don't know how to do it. How do I do it? And you don't have to be like a super guru and have have studied like gardening for 10 years to, to know how to do that or to teach. it. And it's so it's not the like the the how guru you are that that decides how successful you're going to be. No, and I think uh, a big thought about uh, around this is when you there is always someone who are on a lower level than you. Mm. So even if you are not like, uh, and this is about self confidence and self esteem and where they are and uh, where you are and where we are, and and believing like what you have is valuable for others mm. because you don't need to be like the guru of the gurus to sell something. You know, if someone are going to start up with sales, they want to, they don't want to learn from the ex super experts that are talking about uh, the super duper uh, thing that no one else understand if they have not been in sales for a long period. Mm. Um, so they just need the basic, mm. back to basic, the, the, the easiest thing. And if they get up to that level, they want to continue and then you can grow. So. You can also grow with your audience. Mm. Like um, when you start to get more self-confidence and you move over to the next level by yourself, you can grow through it. I remember T.R. Ecker say that he was always creating courses one step behind where he was by himself. Mm. And that means that when he started to be interest in, interested in something, he made a course on it. Yeah, uh, And that's also a good way of looking at it. You don't need to be interested in something and five years later you are expert. You, mm become the expert and I also think it's easier to sell something that you are interested in that you're passionate for that you're curious about I think you are a better teacher then I mm. mean if it's something that you did for 10 years ago I know you're like oh oh no I need to go back there <laughs> that's true and also I think that people like if you if, like I, we sometimes refer to it as a language like your a language is your client's D language so it means like you are you know, you know it, you're fluent on it. And, and the reason why we sometimes underestimate ourselves, I do think it's because it's come become so unconscious, you know, this, this levels of competence, like if you have, if you've done it for a long time, your knowledge is like, you're not, you're not trying consciously to make that happen. You just do it because you have been doing it for so long. So it just comes easier for you. And, and so I think that sometimes we underestimate ourselves and we overestimate our clients because if the, if the clients are on, like for them, it's the D language and you are on the A language or the B language, you can still teach them something. You don't have to be like the profession, uh, pro the professor in the, in the language to teach it. Hmm. So I have, I have three, four questions for you. Start with one. <laughs> the first one is. So if someone are listening to this now, sitting home and they know they are curious, they want it, there is their dream, mm. um, but the confident, self-confidence and also self-esteem are stopping them because mm. they don't believe that is valuable. Mm. What should they do? What is the first step you, uh, you, you can recommend them to do? So I, I'm always encouraging people to go for their dreams. So if you have a dream, that's the dream is there for a reason and just follow it. And one of the things that makes people not do anything is because they think that they have to have everything lined up. Like they need to have the whole 
like vision and plan for everything, how everything is going to happen. And because they don't ha get that overview, they never take the first step. So it is about taking the first step. So I do believe that if, if you have an idea that you can sell a knowledge online, just go ahead and test it. And the only way to figure out if you can do it or not is to actually start doing it. Mm. And we also, and we can come back to that later, but also start by actually trying to sell it because the market research, like figuring out what people need and talking to potential clients and, and checking what, what is the gap in the market and all of this stuff is much, much more effective when you actually start doing it. And, and, and some people think that like, yeah, I need to, I need to develop my course first before I start selling it. But that's starting in the opposite end because it's easier to develop the course than to sell it. And the, 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 the potential challenge with developing the course first is that you can waste a lot of time and money and the market isn't there. And you won't know about like the potential that you have before you start selling. So, so that was actually a lot of our advice in one thing, but, but just start and take one step and figure out like start to sell start to market start to be visible and talk about it and you will that's the only way of figuring out if you can do it or not mm. and honestly like if you have this belief that yeah i'm not good enough like there's other people that know more than me it doesn't matter if there's other people that do more, know more. Like there's a lot of marketing experts that are more proficient in English than us and probably better on camera and whatever, but we are out there doing it. So it doesn't really matter if you are the most best expert in the world or the best expert in your field. What matters is that you start doing it. And you, as you said earlier, also you become the expert when you start doing it because people will see you and suddenly you have 2000 followers on Facebook and people will think, oh, wow, you're the expert. So yeah, what's your advice to, to get started? Ah, I have one more question for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it looks, so when you are talking about this, it looks so easy. There's so many I'm talking with, they're like, <laughs> they're standing with the door mm. and they opening the door and mm. they look out the door mm. and it's a storm outside there. Yep. They close the door and go back. Yep. And um, I can have a sales call with them and they say like, Patrick, I'm not ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm soon ready. I've been working so much with myself now. Maybe I had a call one year before also. Yeah, I've come so far away. I'm soon ready. I'll come back to when I'm ready. Uh, and when you say like, oh, just start to do it. But there is many who are like, yeah, it's so easy to just open the door and go out in the storm for you, Maria. But how do you open that door and go out in the storm? And what advice do you have for this for <laughs> just standing by the door for like five, six years and like, I'm soon ready. I'm soon ready. I'm trying to not destroy your metaphor, but I love the, the storm thing. Like I, if you're going out in the storm, like get some gear and get a person that can help you and have a map and, and know where you're going. It's not like you just randomly go out in the storm and like looking and seeing like what is happening. I, I highly recommend if you want to go out in the storm to, to know where you're going and to have someone guide you. And, and like for us, we, we invest a lot of money and time to work with the best mentors in the world because we know it will take us places. So, and also for our clients, that's that's what we do. We help them to know where to set the like for where to take the first step and where to take the next step and then where to take the third third step. And if they're kind of out of air, we give them air. That's that was a bad metaphor for if they're like if it's if it's really windy, we give them a windshield. And if it's like if they just get stuck, we just kick their asses and make them run uh, or or continue. So, I don't know, does that answer your question? Yeah. What would you answer to that question? Oh, uh, I asked you because I didn't know <laughs> what to answer. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's like, um, um, I think many people are just really good to come up with excuses mm. that are just excuses because they're afraid. Mm. Because the world doesn't change in six months time. It's like, I think the I look at it like being in this vacuum between two things and you're, you're sitting there and thinking like uh, if you go back to the door it's like yeah tomorrow the door will be easy to open the storm is away tomorrow oh if I just wait six months more the storm will go away uh, but then I figure out the storm will never go away mm. um so um so it's like you so <laughs> So my honest, I, I cannot say this in sales call because then I'm like brutal, but I'm thinking my head like 
hey, stop having all these excuses because we are selling anything and I, I can, or we are selling, but I think if I'm too hard in the sales call, they will just think that I'm a pushy salesperson. But what I'm thinking inside my head is like, just go and do it, like mm. pay the money for getting help mm. and just doing it. And the thing is like, so many entrepreneurs or online entrepreneurs, they're more afraid of failing than succeeding. Mm. And we, we have been bankrupt and there is not so dangerous to fail. It's mm. like, the worst thing is like, uh, you get bankrupt. And if you get bankrupt, it's not like I, I'm not suggesting to do that because it's a lot of stress and it's a lot of things happening. But in the end, there is a lot of learning. It's not like, uh, I remember I say that uh, once, um, it's just a business. It's just something. It's not like your life. It's just going out there and having fun with it. Open the door and go out in the storm and play in the storm and dance in the storm and do something in the storm. It's mm. not like, just go out there, open the door. It's mm. just a door. It's just like... <laughs> open it and go out there is nothing more behind it than that and i do think i remember the first time i was at a co like i got help from a coach to choose between two jobs and for me they were very equal and i wasn't able to make a decision and i do think for many people like if if they've been thinking about creating an online business for a long time and they haven't done it or haven't started yet it's the lack of that decision so maybe like looking at so Okay, so if you do this, what can happen? What is the best thing that can happen? What is the worst thing that can happen? And if you don't do it, what is the best thing that can happen? And the worst thing that can happen? It's like when we were talking about moving abroad and I asked myself that question, what will happen if you don't do it? And my answer was, I will die. So <laughs> I, just, I just had to do it. And of course, this is about taking your dream seriously and thinking that, and, and for me, it would have been so, so much worse to die and not have tried than to actually, like, even when starting the business and when moving to Vietnam, like, if we fail, we would just go back, we would just do something else. But I couldn't have lived with not tried. And so I do think that that decision, and of course, it is scary to make a decision. But if you haven't made a decision, it's really hard to follow through because there's a lot of job, like there's a lot of work. If you want to sell a course online, it's not a quick quick fix you can't just do like this and then everything's done and you're like it's raining money into your account there's mm. a lot of things that you need to do so so just like going deep enough to actually make that decision is this important so important for me that i want to do it or isn't it important for me and that's fair like it's it's okay to not do it mm. but but that that just hanging around and thinking about it and never make that decision for me that's so painful i just have to make decisions mm. and if i make the wrong decision i just change mm. i do something else mm. Also, people get very self-obsessed. So like they, they, they focus. I think that sometimes it, what's stopping them is that they're thinking about themselves and not about the people that they can help. Mm. So, so when you start, and we did that probably ourselves, like we, we were just, we want to have some online courses and sell something online so we can, we can move somewhere and, and take our business. Um, and I learned from doing all the stuff that it's better when I focus on the clients because I, it's, it's so easy to get trapped into all the limiting beliefs and all the things we tell ourselves and all the fear. And, and it's like totally human to have it, but, but we can get lost in it. So instead of focusing on ourselves, focusing on the clients. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and that's so true. There was people who are scared of selling your own product or entrepreneurs who are selling uh, their own product, well, the biggest scare is like, oh, what do I, what if I charge too much? What if I charge too less? <laughs> what if I, um, what if I, uh, if they don't like me? Mm. What if I uh, fail? What if I, um, what if I do something wrong? What if, what if uh, I am panicking when I have a Zoom call? What if I, it's always what if I, 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 I. But it's not about you. It's not about you at all. If you want to sell your knowledge that you're expert, expert in, it's all about them out there. And if you change your focus from you to them, you will do the best you can to make sure that them out there, the, the, your clients, your, co your leads, your potential customer, get what they need. Mm -hmm. It's like listen to them instead of having an inner voice about, 
I don't know if this is a good enough. If they say it's good enough, it's good enough. I, <laughs> I heard so many were like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not happy with this. It's not good enough. And they're like, can you ask your client? Are they happy? Do they want to do more with you? Do they recommend you? Yeah, everyone do that, but I'm still not happy with it. I don't feel they get value. I don't feel it's worth the money. But is it you who decide what your customer feel is the right price? And if they get value, it's them. Um, so, so many is going into this uh, me, me, me instead of you, you, you. And it's all about as long as you focus more on what's going out there, what's working out there, what is working in marketing, what is people asking for, what, what is what is going on, what do they want, all this thing. It's all about them, them, them. It's out there. It's not about you. Then it, you make it so much easier for yourself. I think also I have all this... Uh, people coming that's another story but going online and starting to do video this is also one thing was stops a lot of people it's like uh, uh, i don't uh, want to show my face uh, i don't want to make videos it's me 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 again i don't want uh, to be a, a influencer i don't want to be the person that everyone see but again you're talking about me 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 okay we are making videos all the time i know that some of our videos are maybe 200 300 000 views but don't i don't think about oh two three hundred thousand have seen this video from me i'm not thinking about that oh that means that i'm someone get help from me there is someone out there get help they are inspired they maybe move on uh they they can do something with their life. They are moving on. They get better in sales. They get better in marketing. They can start to sell, sell the knowledge. It's about them. Mm. So I don't think about it. I'm not like thinking. Uh, I don't getting this panic mode. I'm like, wow, two hundred thousand people are seeing me. What should I do now? Oh, and this video was so bad. <laughs> and honestly, you don't know. Like you, the only way to to know if you can do it, to know and to to get good at things, is to start doing it. So some people, sometimes people also like back to what you said about being ready, like you can think and think and think and think and meditate and, and visualize, <laughs> do whatever to get ready. And of course, I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing that because you should, or you can, if you want to, but the only way to get good is to go out there and start doing it again and again and again. Like sometimes people like, I don't know how that misconception happened, but people think that they can be good at something without practicing. And nobody, like all the world champion, champion, champions, they have practiced for many years. They have done things over and over and over and over and over. Right now we're doing swimming training and our swimming training is saying like, swimming is so repetitive and you have to do these drills over and over and over and over and over. And I'm like, Yes, but that's what I'm doing it because I want to get better at swimming. So if you want to be better at being on video, you need to do video. You can't just sit there and stare at your camera or like be afraid of, of the play button. You need to do it. So it's, it's so important to just get started. And I do think what we said about focusing on the people you can help is so useful because we like as humans, we tend to get self-absorbed in a lot of thoughts and fears and, and ideas and misconceptions. And, and we, it's so easy to get lost. But, but I know that like the reason why we do our business now and the reason why it, I found the motivation to go on and go on is because I know that we're actually helping people to change their lives. And, and a lot of the people we talk to, they have goals and dreams and, and ambitions to actually have an impact and make a difference. And I love that. And that's also where you find the motivation to continue because like, you, you need the motivation, you need the decision, you need that drive. And that drive for most people isn't coming from themselves. It's coming for actually making a difference. Mm -hmm. and, and when you sell, like if you want to sell anything or if you want to sell your knowledge, you need to solve a problem. So we need to figure out, okay, so my clients are having this problem and I can help them with this solution. Okay, that's a product. And that's how it works. So, so it's not about you being ready or you being expert enough or whatever. If you can solve a problem, then go out there and do that because people will pay you for it if it is a real problem. Hmm. Yeah, and I also want to take up another thing uh, where I think it's, uh, you have been into it a couple of times already. Um, and that's, I got this aha moment for, uh, or it's not like aha, but it was still aha. When um, 
I did this interview with a lot of uh, online entrepreneurs and asked them, well, why do you think you succeeded? Mm. And it was like many of them were really have succeeded um, said, because I went all in. Mm. I didn't have a plan B. And if you look at our stories, like we, we decided like uh, summer 2017 that we was going to move. And in August, September and October, we started to sell our stuff in Norway. Uh, it's because we was going to move to Vietnam and we still didn't have all the capital, all the money, all the things we needed. And so we sold away. We didn't have apartment. We didn't have anything. It was like we, there was no plan B. There was not like getting another apartment in Norway if we didn't get the income goal because it cost a lot of money to move to another country with uh, with also kids. So. So I just see that we just decided to do this. It was not a plan B. And so many I talk with are like, yeah, if it doesn't work, I can go back to what I did before. And I think just like this. So if you want to start an online business because you want more freedom, it could be like being more with a family. It could be like yeah, having the flexibility to work from whatever. Maybe it's travel more. Maybe it's to take care of your mother and father or some other in the family or like having the flexibility in life that you can do more because you can do that with online uh, online course or online coaching program or uh, working online with things you are more flexible you just need a internet line and and that you can get on a mobile now we can get it from everything so so uh, so i think like if you if it's not a must for you it will never be like the thing that you do. You will always get back to the scary thing. But if you just take one step uh, one step at a time mm. and saying like, this is plan A, there is no plan B, uh, I'm going to do this. Of course, sometimes plan B fail, my plan A failed. But if you have it behind you that you have a plan B already in your head and you're thinking, yeah, it's not, doesn't matter. I have, I have the job beside, I have all this thing beside, I have all these things. So, I can do. I can try it, but you never succeed with anything if you try. Mm. You need to do it, and you need to go all in for it. Um, and I heard so many stories from people who like they was fed up and going to the office. Maybe they was burned out. Maybe they was like uh, um, had a cabin they couldn't go to. Maybe they were like, oh, I can. They didn't have enough holiday in a year. It was so many things like really was hard for them. So they need to change. Mm. And when they have this thing and like, I can't live like this anymore. I need to do something else. Like you said, mm. I had to do something. I would be dead if I continue living in Norway, like you said. So, so if you go with a plan B and like, yeah, I can do it because I'm always safe. It's so hard to succeed. Mm. Are you saying that people should quit their job like immediately? Uh, yes, <laughs> that's not maybe political correct, but yeah, I think so. Is that if you don't have anything to go back to and you need to do it, uh, you will do it. Hmm. See also clients coming to us that doesn't need to do it because they have something safe. They use more time. They don't uh, because it takes time also. Hmm. It's like if you have something beside that maybe are a full time job or something, it's hard to start online it's still a business and mm. um, treat it like a business mm. and not like a hobby mm. and i will say it is possible like if you don't have because not everyone have the means to actually quit a job and and do it but but there is this sense of urgency when you like you have to make it happen uh, and we see that that's that makes a huge difference on how quickly people get an income and get up their funnel and start to sell because they just they just have to make make it happen and it is about that commitment. So although you have to kind of work in another job, you still need that commitment and it needs to be strong because as Patrick said, it's like, it takes time to, to start an online business. And, and we're not trying to scare people away, but we also try to be realistic because it's sometimes like marketing and, and sales expert make it sound like easy and a quick fix to just like throw something out there and the money will come. And it isn't like that because sometimes you need to build something and you need to test it and you need to adjust it and it will take some time. But what we know and what we see is that the people that have made that decision and they're not like doubting that they will make this happen and they're not doubting that they are all in for it, they, can, they will make it happen. They do make it happen. Hmm. And if you have this plan B or if you have this like, yeah, yeah but 
but maybe this isn't for me. Um, that that's that's a threat to your success. So I can also reframe what I said because if you look at a lot of the entrepreneurs that come to us, they want to work with online business full time. Mm. That's their goal. Mm. So turn it around and saying like, yeah, I want to take it step by step for CMV is working. So why why should you use like two years and taking step by step and see if it's working instead of you can use like six months and go all in and go back to your job, like test it out, like mm. give it a real chance, go mm. out there and just do it. Uh, that's what I mean, like taking a decision and doing it instead of trying it out. Maybe I can figure it out. It's like there's so many people in the world who try out things because they don't want to go all in and check out if it works for them. And that's also in business. It's mm. like, yeah, so go all in, mm. just try it and figure it out. And worst thing is happen is like six months later, you find out, oh, having an online business, having a coaching business, working for myself, uh, uh, working online, working from a computer was nothing for me. But then you have tried it. You don't go two years and try it a little bit and like taking step by step and in the end you are just wasted two years of your life. Mm. No, that's true. Can we talk a bit can we talk a bit about how to sell? Because that's something that I know it stops a lot of people from from starting because they're afraid of being pushy and afraid of selling. And I was that person. Like I was when we started to sell international speakers and I started to sell from stage, I was terrified of the whole concept. And I I didn't think that I was a salesperson because I never liked sales and never liked negotiations. Like I thought that selling was just pushing people to buy things they didn't need or want. And and I had to I had to really really change my mindset around it. Uh, of course I also learned some skills, but I think for many people that that mindset shift around what sale, sales is is needed because it's if you have this feeling like i will just sell things that people like i'd have to push people and they don't want it of course that's not a good place to come from so since you are the sales expert what do you say well you know how many times you said i now the last one <laughs> half minutes <laughs> i think that's the best answer i have i think you said uh, I 17 times in one minute mm -hmm. and I think uh, again what we talked about before if you make sales about you and I and I cannot sell and I'm not a salesperson like you said now mm. because that's the story goes in our head mm. I can't sell I am not a salesperson I don't want to be pushy I don't I I I I it's it's not about you mm. sales is easy if you look at what people need out there if you start to focus on uh, what do you need? What can? How can I help you? Why are you here? Mm. Like turn it around and start to see you instead of I. Mm. You just turn around the total experience about sales because everything we have in in the world that we buy. I bought a MacBook because I want it will make my life easier. I'm drinking from this glass because it's bigger than other and I like more uh, more in this glass and makes my life easier. Uh, if I have a new mobile, it's because it's had a better camera and if I get better videos, it makes my life easier. If you sell, uh, if I sell a sales course to someone, it's because someone needs to be better in sales and it makes them life easier. Everything's about you make your product makes your life, your product makes the life easier for someone else. Mm. and. And that's the whole point of it. Mm. So I had a conversation with a client yesterday and they had this problem with selling. They had a, they have a great business before and they succeed in all these things. And the company is like, we are never sold before. So getting into the sales thing, uh, it's so hard mm. for us. I don't, we are, I had never been, or we, because they're two, we have never been in sales. We, we, we start to talk about we all the time. And I said like, so we are teaching funnels. We are teaching how people can build a funnel, like a sales and marketing process online. That's what we are doing. And if someone registers for a webinar that we have, like take us those, they register for a webinar, they show up on a webinar, they listen to us for one and a half hour, and they book a call. They show up on the call. They are talking with us for one hour. They spent two and a half hours. Plus, they have seen an ad. They are registered. They are seen all over emails. They have seen a lot of us. They will never do that if they didn't have a problem. So the thing is like coming from there. And for me, it's like the sales call has not changed their life. 
the sales call will not help them to really get good in sales and marketing. Um, the webinar will not help them to begin in sales and marketing. I am believing that what they really need is our programs mm. because they need to solve a pro problem. Mm. And if I'm not telling them that, hey, it's good that you listen to the webinar. Of course you teach something, but I know that the webinar doesn't help. I know for myself, uh, we have coaches and we are doing, I have a lot of mentors and we can listen to a webinar from a mentor, but that doesn't change over life and over business. <laughs> we need true. more. Yeah, it's true. And I, I, for me, that that was what really changed was when I understood that selling is helping. It is about actually helping people to get the solution to a problem they have. And I even have like recently I started to talk about like you, you see your potential clients and they have this problem and they're struggling and they're challenged and they are like tired of it and they're exhausted of it. And you have the solution to it and you're not offering to them. That's being an asshole. So, so like not selling is actually like doing people a disfavor because you can solve a problem for them. And especially for us who sell our knowledge, we are solving problems for people all the time and we're helping them to get to something they want and get, get away from something they're frustrated with. And that's about helping. It is about assisting. It is about being of service. And that's where you start focusing on your clients and their results and not our, on yourself. And that's like, I, for me, it, it took a while, but I had this realization because I, um, and I may have shared this story before, but I, I um, was at an, a gym for a week because I had a friend that was, um, he had a gym membership and because he was going away for holiday for a week, he could lend my, the gym, gym membership to me. And I was there three times that week and I was so ready because I was excited because I wanted to start to exercise because I hadn't been exercised for a while at that time. And then these people from the gym, they never called me and offered me a membership. And I got so angry, like, hello, hello, I'm here. Like I showed interest and you're not offering me your thing. And, and, and I had this, wow, I really want to be sold because I have a problem and you can, you can solve it for me. And for me, I'm like, aha, uh -huh. so that's the same with my clients. And that's the same with my clients' clients. So that I need to tell this story because people want to be sold to when that selling can actually solve their problem. Yeah. I'm back to selling. Um, so when someone say, I don't want to be a pushy seller, you know how the brain are working as human being <laughs> we are always remembering the bad stories the bad experience oh, we like we don't look at the smooth sales process mm. is when you don't know we are sold to mm. when you don't feel you're sold to and that's mm. selling and mm. um, so this this typical telemarketing person were calling you and talking about and trying to push something on you that you don't need at all and they don't find your needs and it's like only thing they're asking for is like order this now order this now uh, or you saw maybe someone on the street i think all of us will start with sales have been on the street and tried to sell something <laughs> and we run after people and it's like hey you need to buy this you need to buy this that's a bad sales experience and maybe all of us start there but we don't remember when we go into a shop and want to buy something and you ask like so which one is best for me and the salesperson, based on what you say, this one is best for you. Maybe it's the most expensive one. I'm like, oh, thank you. Because oh, we need true. someone who will take decisions for us. I also have this in the sales call with me. Someone is like, so Patrick, you are the expert. What will you recommend? Mm -hmm. And that's also a really good thing about sales. When you are coming from a place where you are the expert and selling. So I call it like yeah, consultant-based selling. Mm. You're selling because you're consulting the client to do the best choice for them. Mm. And that's not, it's just like you, you're coming from a place where you are, you are real. You're coming from a place where you want to help. Mm. It's true. Is there anything else you want to say about selling? I can talk for months. So <laughs> I don't think we can have a one session about selling. <laughs> Maybe we should have a, yeah. have a session about selling. So let's talk about fear because that's, that's, it's a real thing. It's a human thing. We all have it from time to time, although I sometimes doubt if you have any fear, <laughs> but, but as humans, we do. And, and some people think that because they have fear, they shouldn't be doing it. Like they're that, that they think that the fear is, is telling them that they shouldn't do it. So 
What would you say? Like, what, what are you telling people when they're fearful? I just have one brain cell, so I tell people that just <laughs> make sure that you kill all the other brain cells and then you just have one and then you don't have any fear more. That's the short answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you can talk about the fear of failure, because a lot of people have feel fear of failure. And again, like it's normal. And, and if you have fear of failure, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing it because somehow like our humans instinct is to protect us and and that's where the fear comes from so but if you have fear of failure like the only way to figure out if things are working and i come back to that again is actually to start doing it and and sometimes we are so f afraid to fail that we don't even start and and for me the failure isn't to do something and not succeed the failure is to not like getting myself to try getting myself to start and actually test it out and and also, it is about this concept of failure, because even like we had to bankrupt our company. But if we, when we look back at it now, it's probably the, like the biggest learning experience ever in our lives. So it's also some somehow you need we need to rephrase our thinking around failure, because failure is like if you're trying something and, and, and to be honest, if you start marketing and selling yourself, you will make mistakes like sorry but you will because not everything is working every time and perfectly and suddenly you're live and something crashes or you say something weird or uh, like the, you show the powerpoint presentation in presenter mode so people see the percent mode and you see the slides there is so many things that can go wrong and some small things will go wrong but that's human again and that doesn't mean that you can't have a business it just means that you're human <laughs> it just means that like, and, and one of the great things, and this is something we, we discussed with one of our clients recently, is that like when you start to do things and when you get more practice, because this is about practice, you handle different things better. So every time you fail, you learn something. And then the next time you can handle it better. And the next time, even, this is one of my favorite things, the more I fail and the more like I handle things that go wrong, the, the more robust I become as a person. So I can handle more uncertainty, I can handle more chaos, I can handle bigger challenges. And that's why I love doing this. Mm. So so it's, and this is like, now I, I went off to this rant, just starting to talk about fear. So it is about how we think about fear and how we can reframe it. Mm. Yeah, and um, for me, it's more like fail fast. Yeah. <laughs> do it fast, don't wait with failing because you will do it anyway. Mm. I the biggest difference between a successful entrepreneur and someone who are not successful is like they are failing. They are doing much more failure mm. because you you have a time limit and and you will do fails. You will fail. You will fail. And I don't. I think you and me we can fail the same amount. But it's all about if I will be more successful than you. It's like I do the failure in one year and you do it in 10 years. Because if you're thinking about opening that door again and you're waiting and waiting and waiting, you're just wasting time. Mm. Go out there and open that door and fail. Mm. Have fun with it. Um, and also back to that uh, I said before, it's just a business. It's like go out there and play with it. You will fail. You're failing in everything else in life. Why can you not fail in a business? Mm. We're doing we're doing wrong things every day, but that's how we learn. Mm. And if we don't do the wrong thing we will never learn mm. um, and sometimes the failure will be big like we did a bankruptcy sometimes they're smaller but mm. still last year um, when we me personally had the best year ever like a entrepreneur in growth and building a business and seeing that we are have something that become bigger in the next year yeah, I never done uh, so many failure mm. I remember we paid someone said this before also we paid someone ten thousand dollars without getting anything about it mm. and uh, i was thinking back like oh we can don't get give it to some voluntary vol what to call it like ugh, i can't say it now uh gave it to someone who needed money the more than us because mm. it didn't have any well value for us but that made me made us take a decision and finding out this was not the right way mm. and we find figure out faster so we fail fast and it cost us money mm. but even that made us to go on the right path again mm. so fail fast do mm. a lot of things just go out there and play with it you will fail like you and me will fail the same amount or 
amount of time before we succeed. Mm. So do you want to succeed fast or slow? <laughs> I love that. And and so so people say like, I don't want to be pushy salesperson. I don't want to be live on video. I don't want to be visible. And most of these things is based somehow on the fear of failure, fear of doing something wrong, fear of looking weird, fear of saying something wrong. And again, it is scary. It feels fe fearful. And it's because you haven't do done it yet. Like the more you do things, the less scary it feels. So if you have this fear, yes, you can work with different like techniques to reduce the fear. But at a certain point, you just come to this, just do it. And when you do it, it feels less fearful because you already did it. And then next time it, it's not as scary. And the next time it's not as scary. Like we have a person that we talked to last week that, that I told like, you need to go on Facebook live because Facebook live is a great way to get visibility. And she said, I'm fearful. And I said, yes, but just start small, like do a video inside a group. So people like, so you're not out on Facebook. It doesn't feel that scary. And now she's doing it. And she's like, this is fun. I'm learning. And, and it is. Sometimes we make that fear such a huge thing and it shouldn't be because it's just normal. Like it's, it's, it's human nature to be fearful, especially when you do new things. So, but just don't let that stop you because it is about just doing things anyway. There's this, there is this book called Fear, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And we talk a lot about it, but this is so true. Like the, it's the only way. And of course, some people are more fearful and some people are less fearful, but we all have fear in one way or another. And the only way of getting rid of it is starting to do it because then it starts to feel normal and you start to feel comfortable with it because you've done it before and, and you're human, like all the, all the nerves and I don't know anything about this or I don't know to use the right terms, but but you you will feel comfortable with it because you've done it before. So if you hate being on video, start taking videos of yourself. And I remember my first video, I've, I look at it now, I think I made it in 2010 maybe, uh, and I think maybe it's still even on YouTube. <laughs> but when I look at it now, it's like, uh, I seem a bit weird and and not so comfortable and a bit stiff and a bit shy and and of course it was my first video like who would expect me to be an expert the first time and now like we go live and and I'm like I'm looking here okay maybe sometimes I'll look a bit weird that's okay <laughs> uh, hopefully like there's some value coming out of it and so we just about focus and and think differently and start to do things anyway and and you don't become an expert. You never become an expert if you're not starting and if you're not doing it. Like just, you can't just sit down and be an expert or maybe you can, but it's not valuable to others if you are the expert and you're just not sharing it because you're afraid of something. Another advice I have on the fair is like, which lies the big dream you have, the mm. big wish, mm. big thing. What is the biggest thing you can do? Mm. And and doing we, I have a lot of fear of doing videos before. I have a lot of fear of all this thing. Uh, but the reason I did it because I had a bigger vision. Mm. I had something, and I figured out I didn't. I didn't when I when I had this vision in front of me. I didn't think about that I need to do videos. But when I see, oh, I need to do videos to reach this vision. I can't go away from it. So if I want to reach this. Big goal, big dream, the thing that I have in front of me. I need to do this. I need to be comfortable with them. And if you don't, or if you just are an entrepreneur that are thinking about the next step all the time, the small things, and you're just in this small brain, small micromanagement thing all the time, I think it's really hard to do all the things that they're fearing also. If you brace up, you need to look at where you want to go. What is your dream? What is the big thing that you want to achieve? Um, and why? The big why. Why are you doing it? If you come to the why, it's easier to maybe open that door and go out in the storm. It's easier to be in the storm. It's easier to fail. Everything is much easier and joyful if you have the big thing in front of you. Mm. Great advice. You're smart. I have one brain cell. <laughs> that has to be a really smart brain cell then. Yeah, but it's easier <laughs> to handle it. So before we end today, um, what are the practical advice for people that want to start selling their knowledge online? Start working with us. <laughs> we can help you. So easy. Just come to us and we can help you with everything we talked about today. To, uh, yeah, we, we are we are the people that uh, kick you out from the door, out in the storm, and follow you in the storm, <laughs> and tell you how you should survive in the storm, and get out from the storm and succeed. Hmm. 
So, so to say a bit more about it, I definitely recommend people, everyone that wants to start selling online courses and, and making online courses to start with the marketing and the sales, because there is this, and I talked about it earlier, but it's so important because I see, and the reason why I say this is that I see people that has spent like 10,000 of euros, hundreds of hours creating a very nice looking course and it sits in a course portal and nobody sees it. And that's just a total waste of time and money. So the logic, like the, 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 the method that we highly, truly believe in and we recommend everyone, if you haven't created a course yet, start by marketing and selling, start by defining who you are, who your target niche is, like who can you help them? What problem are you actually solving? And then you start creating some kind of marketing that attracts them. We are using a lot of webinars and it is because it's a great way to position yourself in the market and show that you have expertise and show your style and get people to know you and then to sell your thing. And, and when you have sold it, when you have sold the first, the first course, you can start making it and, and you can even make it by actually teaching live. And this is something we talk a lot about because it's, it's the easiest way to get started. Um, there's this thought about you have to have like a professionally produced online course. It's totally wrong. It is about getting your knowledge out there. And for most people, it's easier to have their people, the people that bought the course in a session on Zoom and teaching live, because then you can also get that immediate feedback. Because the first time you deliver a course, probably some of the things that you are thinking that you have in the course isn't maybe the right content. It isn't maybe exactly what your clients need. So just delivering things live with them and doing starting to do the marketing, that's when you fi figure out what you're really selling. That's where you find out how you can really help your clients. That's where you're finding out where your goal is and where your expertise is that is valuable to the people. So, so just start by, by marketing and selling and then you develop the course when you sold it. Good advice. <laughs> Maybe I should start working with you. <laughs> you should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if people, if somebody is watching and they want to have, uh, like get some personal feedback on, on their ID, on their thoughts, getting a kick in the ass or getting somebody to ask questions, um, they can book a free call. Yeah. So we can go to awesomecall.com. And you can book a free call with us. Uh, you will get one of our coaches. It's me and two other ones. We'll give you some advice, uh, help you with your marketing and uh, sales strategy for an online course or a coaching uh, business, help you with pricing, help you with like, give you some advice in that. So book a free call with us and we talk in the call. And please do like Radio Awesome. Please do share it with your friends. You can find the podcast also on all the favorite podcasts places so do that and if you want to call book a call awesomecall.com have a nice day bye <laughs> <laughs>